talk radio show for movie lovers. As always, please beware of spoilers. Otherwise, you may find out that each of us is a brain and an athlete <laughs> and a basket case, <laughs> a princess and a criminal. I'm your host, Sean Dunham, and joining me are my two co-hosts and troublemaking little scamps, Jeremy Legui and Sonia Stanger. Hello. Hi. The theme of our show this week is groups of children, crews <laughs> of teens, gangs of tweens. We don't know. It's <laughs> gangs of children, basically. A gaggle of kids. A gaggle of children. Guys, when you think of these kind of movies, is there a time period associated in your mind? <laughs> what do you think? Yes. I'm in favor of groups of children. <laughs> Just as a, as a concept. They should be hanging out, yes. Uh, because I feel like it often means that hijinks are in store, mm -hmm. and I'm very pro-hijinks. Who doesn't um, love hijinks? Yeah. To answer your question, I feel that they often depict like a bygone era where it's like maybe even ambiguously bygone where it's yeah. like somewhere from the 40s to 70s um but yeah i would say Nostalgia. i would say a lot of 80s oh yeah i should have said um and yeah i also think of them i like they're swearing they're never home they're staying out they're being bad kids this is what <laughs> they're I'm plotting things Nostalgia on. Plotting. that's when it was okay um, what about you? <laughs> what about you? <laughs> what about you? What about you? Um, are there groups of these kids' movies being made today, or was it of a bygone era when people could remember throwing their bikes on someone's lawn or whatever? This <laughs> is, <laughs> is a part of this. Have you? I haven't seen the new It. Have you guys seen It? I have seen the new It. Okay. Um, is it current, or does it take place back in the day? It is in the 80s. Okay. So it is, like, awesome. It was one of my favorite movies last year. But it's true. It was, like, it's also the nostalgia bit. I'm profoundly afraid of clowns, so I have not and shall not see that film. Ooh, thou shalt try. <laughs> I honestly think it would be traumatic, but, like, I guess I could try. Yeah, maybe it would be traumatic also. So it was raining at like an insane thing today, mm -hmm. and I wore a yellow slicker. And I was doing full <laughs> Georgie cosplay today. Yeah. And I was like, ooh. I brought Sean a little red balloon. <laughs> I was hiding out in the sewer. Actually, a woman, uh, a woman while I was getting my uh, cocktail for this evening, she ran into the bubble tea place I was at and demanded a rubber glove so she could stick her hand down the drain. Oh, what? To clear it. I, oh, God. <laughs> That's a story I'd like to know more I about. I know. Well, you know those people that are just like really find their legs during heavy rains <laughs> and just are like, this is my job. You she don't really out. demand a rubber glove. That's not a thing that you demand. She, yeah, she, she really alarmed this. I guess so. I guess, I guess I sit corrected. Are there new movies of this type? That's a good question. Like, not really. But, well, it is a new movie. Yeah. But made in the style of the 80s. Yeah. Uh, the other one that comes to mind, Super 8, mm. which also sort of took oh, place way back also when. Also in like the 80s. But didn't yeah. that come out like five years ago? Yeah, but it's still. Yeah, yeah it's like this decade. My, my Darren. I guess, should, dare we? Dare we talk about Netflix series? Oh, I think uh, actually, yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. 
So yeah, uh, something new is. I'm strange. still upset about it. I want to go on record that you're upset about Stranger Things. Yeah, it's not a movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh. I thought you meant that you dislike it like, immensely. One of them. No, it's great. Few people that it's great. Don't like Stranger like, really? Things. Really, Sean Astin was so good. <laughs> oh my God, Sean! I he also just great. watched The Goonies this week. Oh. And Sean is just great. He's a big part of all those. Yes. Um, oh, he's cute. I know. R.I.P. What? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert! <Yeah. laughs> I thought you meant in life first. Rudy is okay. He's in real not going life. anywhere. Rudy, oh, little Rudy. <laughs> um, yeah. What What movies do you guys think of when you think when we're talking Gangs of Children? Or what did you watch this week? About? Okay, I, may I interject? Please, Get in uh, here. host of the show. Uh, I think we need to define things because I like to define things. Now, earlier mm-hmm. this week, we decided. That a gang must be three or more children's. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now, for a working definition, I would also like to infer that they are Saskatchewan minor. And so that would be either working underground or under <laughs> 19 years of age. Yeah. <laughs> See, I was taking it really literally and only was thinking about actual children. I was too, and not but including teens. you have brought up the subject of teens, mm-hmm. which I, yeah, I didn't really necessarily add into this like you're because i feel like by our definitions greece would fit into this category but greece in no way fits into this category right um rizzo <laughs> is older than both of you <laughs> <laughs> like she's literally 35 how old was john travolta in he greece? was probably not i think olivia newton john or like i feel like i knew like one or two of them was maybe appropriate like the like Jan, maybe, but <laughs> they're not, they're all at least twenty two years old. Oh, Olivia no Newton John was twenty eight. Oh God! <laughs> oh my God! Stalker Channing was thirty three. <laughs> Stalker. John Travolta was twenty three. Okay, that's at least kind of close. The youngest person was Lorenzo Lamas, who was nineteen. Wow. Um. Jeez. Wow, I'm shocked. So yeah, most people were in their twenties. So. I don't think they get to be on our children's episode. No, I think I think <laughs> Sandy really put her foot down. <laughs> get out of here, Lorenzo Flowers. Yeah, you're 19. <laughs> anyway, what we'll, were we talking about? We'll draw the line when we have to. So yeah. is that interjection that over? We're taking our our breakfast club off the table as well. I, I know. Cause I think that's it's about because that's a building's Roma. Mm-hmm. That's what? Is it really? <laughs> no. Okay. I'm just a jerk. I don't think that. It's a coming of age story somewhat, I would say. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. for sure. They're a gang, without question. Yeah. They're a ragtag gang. Every Let's, John can Hughes. We talk about, can we talk about Breakfast Club? Let's yeah. get in. I think we're doing Let's it. Serve Who, it. Which one are we? <gasps> now, this is a tough go. Hmm. Obviously, I'm the tough one. Really? You're Judd? You're Judd Nelson? I'm Judd Nelson. Um, this is what happens at my house when you spill paint cans in the garage. Oh, God. That, is that true? That's that, terrifying. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Sorry, I actually come from a very stable home. <laughs> Love you, Mom and Dad. Um, that, was a, that was a monologue that I yeah. really affected me. Hit that Same. one and also the brain kids like mm-hmm. uh, l- l- elephant lamp not turning on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, I was too distracted during that part to be like, why is it in the shape of an elephant? 
Um, they could have just made a lamp. <laughs> <laughs> then he brought a. F- you pulled a trunk and then they would light up. The but trunk. he pulled the trunk and it didn't work. I know. And then he brought a flare gun oh. to school. Yeah. And then they all made fun of him for how not serious he was about doing a school shooting. That's pretty serious. It was pre Columbine. My, uh, You're right. My. My first watching of the Bref- Breakfast Club, I kind of feel guilty about this. I laughed from beginning to end. What? That's <laughs> an insane reaction. <laughs> the second time I watched it, I remember like, oh, I love the Breakfast Club. I'll watch this movie and just horrified. How old were you? I don't even know. I'm not sure. I can't pinpoint any comedy in this. <laughs> I mean, there are I was points that are funny, but so hard, and I can't a lot of remember the stuff with why. The principal, I find very hilarious. Oh yeah, because he's just such a loser. You get the horns. Right. So with the pool, you get the pool. Yeah, that was a good one. He just has no sense of actual management strategies no. or how to get, make people respect you. That's how it was then, though. Yeah, I, I also so. liked when Ali Sheedy was drawing yeah, and, and then, then Sugar Dandruff. Mm-hmm. Full dandruff. Very creative. I think Jeremy might be our Ali Sheedy. I could be. Wow. He's very dark and Maybe. mysterious. I think we're all a mix of some of them. I, well, I don't that's think, just I don't it, think you it? can... We're all a brain. Yeah. A we're all beauty queen. a princess. There should be a new personality test based on The Breakfast Club I'm that sh- tells you what... Oh, if we get ourselves a BuzzFeed, guaranteed. Guaranteed. Mm-hmm. You know, the only character I feel like who I don't come out of that movie liking at all, Emilio Estevez. Really? Why is that? Don't like I don't feel like he... I don't know. Maybe he, I just, it's just my inherent I feel distaste that he, for Jock. He had stepped down from his throne. Mm. You know. He didn't seem to change that much. Everyone else kind of did. He, his big admission was that he threw the game, right? That was him. Or yeah. That a, yeah. Wasn't that his? I don't even remember his admission. Well, he taped yeah. a guy's buns together. Oh, oh right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <That is> <laughs> what a jerk. <laughs> so there's that. Jeez, I mean, profound, oh, and then he profound was, bullying. And then the tape was covered in hair. That part I remember. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's a. Maybe Dark. that's why I just... Oof. Yeah. Emilio. Anyway. I love um, that movie. Oh, it's so good. I really want to know who I am now. I think it's it's probably Molly Ringwald. Maybe. Yeah. In my... In how my much do You're you wearing love, a sassy denim right now. How much now. do you love sushi? Oh, I forgot <laughs> that she's like, I got sushi for lunch. But the lunch scene tells so much about all of them. I love it. And when... All that Captain Crunch comes in. Yeah. And Emilio's got all, like, just thing after thing after thing. Judd, Judd has nothing. No, right? he doesn't yeah, have one. He's just going hungry. Wow. Says so much about That's all annoying. of their statuses. Stati. Stati. Stat, I don't know. Strata. But uh, I do remember laughing at Judd Nelson's picking on, uh, what's his, I can't remember his Anthony actual Anthony Michael Hall. Yes. Um, picking on him, and he's, this is a very balanced lunch. Yeah. <laughs> Who did your mom marry? Mr. Rogers? I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. Now when I watch it, it just makes me sad. You're like, oh. Chad, you're being cruel. But he's very funny. Stick it to him, Joe. very handsome. <laughs> um, yeah. Not now, actually, is the thing. Wow. He's aged. Time gets us all. <laughs> what about Ferris Bueller? Do those three count as a gang? There's three of them. There mm. are. Maybe. They're having hijinks. Cameron Fry. full of hijinks. Oh, I'm Cameron. <laughs> Oh. If we're doing John Hughes, characters. I feel like I'm fighting you for Cameron. No, oh. you're you're Sloane. You have you have a, an amount of grace to you, and sir. you're so beautiful. Wow. Yeah, Thank which you leads probably. me to be Ferris, but I don't know that that's accurate. Actually, I might be the car. You may be the car. I feel like yeah, you have a little more respect for your surroundings, your friends than Ferris. Maybe I'm a sister. 
I oh, like Jennifer Grey. Jennifer Grey. Yeah. And then Charlie Sheen is there yeah. for that one scene where yes. he's a like, drug-addled teen. <laughs> when Jennifer Grey kicks out. that principal in the face, that is a very iconic <laughs> scene for me. Like, ah! Ed Bruni. I wonder how John Hughes felt about authority figures, you guys. <laughs> it's unclear. Also, that secretary is iconic. She oh. is. Mm-hmm. They think he's a righteous dude. <laughs> What's her name? Like Edie somewhere? Yeah. She's well, great. One of my favorite things in that movie is when uh, Ed Rooney is like running out to go catch Ferris. Mm-hmm. But every time he walks in front of a door with a window, he, he stops, stops. Yeah. and like walks casually. And then he runs to the next door. And just the and way that stops. scene sounds, too. Oh, like so they good. get the squeak of the floor just perfect and it's shot really well. So, so much. Is this accidentally just a John Hughes episode? It might be. I no, was thinking we'll, we should have a John Hughes episode. That's we, a good we, idea. Uh, we will put that in we the canon. Let's put this. Let's file this under later. Let's go. Let's go back to children. Mm-hmm. What do What do you guys think about the film that everyone would probably reference, The Goonies? I love The Goonies. I love The Goonies. Uh, also, I just watched octopus the scene and all. <gasps> what octopus scene? Yeah, it was cut. So there's some versions with the octopus and some without the octopus. Where's the what octopus? Occurs? It's uh, when they first, upon the ship, they they swim out. And in the theatrical cut, they cut out the scene where this octopus attacks them. Oh because at the end, Data is like, there was an octopus when he's talking to oh, the yeah. newscasters. Mm-hmm. And uh, everyone's like, what's this octopus? Anyway, in other versions, they re-included the octopus scene. It's actually kind of confusing because it really doesn't look like they should survive because <laughs> it's well, this giant there's octopus. There's so much craziness. And mm-hmm. also, yeah, that pool is like two feet deep. I don't know yeah. that, that octopus in there. Um, I just watched it this week. For the first time? For No, I okay. watched it a long time ago when I was a kid, and then I just rewatched it again like first, first time in like 15 years. And I was so taken by how... Loud, they're all constantly chattering mm-hmm. and yelling the whole film. And that's one point in my notes. I just wrote, Chunk, shut up. Because <laughs> <laughs> he just is constantly just like, You guys. <laughs> like, I can't even think with this kid. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Although that actor was really great. And yeah. It was one of the best parts of it. But how do you guys feel about sloth? I, I don't, I couldn't understand. When his ears wiggled, I was like, what sort of mask is this? I love him. Mm-hmm. I worry that it, like, is a little bit ableist, maybe, and, like, puts him in this weird position of, like, mascot, in a way. Mask. I feel... But I love how, like, I love how kind they are. Like, I love that it brings out this, like, he's our friend, and we just, everyone's part of our gang. Like, I, yeah. that's what I love about a good kids movie, where it's, like... Oh, everyone's working together. And well, he's the hero, other. right? And in, yeah. in many non-literal ways with his T-shirt as well. Mm. But that's Ooh. the whole, you know, he's... What's the T-shirt say? He's got the, the big Superman T-shirt. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sloth. <laughs> <laughs> he's so cute. Oh, my God. Um, his family is... Awful. His yeah. mom. Oh, man. But that performance. Okay, mm-hmm. who is that? Hang on, I'll Google it. You guys because talk amongst yourselves. So shrill, so very shrill. She, um, she's rank, and she she makes one girl just walk the plank with a handcuffs on. Yeah, <laughs> like a, she wants that mean. Yeah, she's serious. She's about not it. messing around. Um, we also have a young oh, Josh, Josh Brolin. Brolin. Yeah. I was just oh yeah, yeah, Josh Brolin who wears 
sweatpants underneath a pair of shorts? He looks so good. Oh, my God. How in God's name are you wearing that, Josh? And Martha Plimpton. I didn't realize that was her. Yeah. I I didn't understand why Martha was there. Like, all of a sudden, they're like, and I'm Andy's friend. And I'm along for the whole thing. When... In all honesty, if, if you stumbled upon an adventure like that, would you leave? No. Yeah. Come on. You're right. It's like the first time you do an escape room, and you're like, I think this is the code. And then you put it in, and it opens, and you, you know you solved it. Because that doesn't happen in real life. There was also an infuriating part where Andy is playing the piano, or like has to play this... It's a, it's a piano made of finger bones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a disgusting piano. And she just has to play this gross piano, like a small snippet of melody, and she cannot do it. And she puts all of her lives in danger. <laughs> she, like, messing up the same notes, like, four different times. Mm-hmm. And I really was like... It's frustrating. Candy. It's actually hmm. the same feeling I get when I'm in an escape room and I feel like I might know the answer to a puzzle, but a different person I, I maybe don't know that well is in front of the puzzle, and I have to restrain myself not oh, to push not I, would, I would shoulder him right out of the way. Wow. There's a time to, limit. I have, a con- I have control issues. Um, also, Auntie's character goes through some things. She mm-hmm. does. She uh, makes out with um, Sean Astin accidentally when she wanted to make out with Josh Brolin. And everyone knows about it and is laughing about it, but she doesn't know. And that's awkward. It's not o- It's not appropriate. It's really weird. Given the age difference. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's, how big's the age difference? And the, well, and the consent issues. Those well, are both at play. There's a lot going I on. I presume but... that she is like 16. Yeah. And the kids are like 12? 12, maybe. Yeah, I would yeah. say 11 or 12. Which, those are a big five years, is all I'm saying. Fair enough. The big five. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the actor who played uh, Mama Fratelli yeah. is named Anne Ramsey. And she was she was in Scrooged. She was in Throw Mama from the Train. Oh. Yes. That, that was I her feel like she's just the same character. Yeah, she was. The Boy in the Plastic Bubble. <laughs> what? From 1976. A lot wow. of good stuff. The original Fun with Dick and Jane. It's, um... Mm-hmm. It's She's a, been in a lot of things. It's brave for an actress to make her name on being just a horrible old woman. <laughs> yeah, gruff and having kind of a rough face. <laughs> but I like that because men get to make careers on that all the time. Yeah, yeah you use, right. use what you got, right? She did a great job. Exactly. Yeah, She's it's, great it's pr- at it. She's so good. So When you said the movie that everyone would reference, I thought you were going to say Little Rascals for sure. Oh, uh-huh. Yeah. Because it's the best. It is, good. it is very good. My delectable Darla Rooney. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see when they had their like 20th anniversary photos? Yes. So weird. It was really Are weird. Are any of them active at all? I don't. We're, we're, we're talking about the movie from the 90s, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, I, I was shocked by Bug. You know what? The kid, the rich kid with the glasses, mm-hmm. he does stuff. Yeah, you're right. Isn't that... Was that Macaulay Culkin? Yeah. No, it was not Macaulay. Oh, it was, it was his that, lookalike. That other kid, yes, with the tall, the taller head. Yeah, he had a yeah. very tall head, right. smarmy face. Mm-hmm. I was. Oh, I hate him. He's just so smug. So smug. God, he's very smug. No, Felf is just out there working it with what he's got, but not just, his money. Just that. Just those just little that pointy, ears. Mm, that pointy hair. That phallus right on top, and then those big ears. <laughs> Donald Trump played Waldo's dad. 
Oh, man. Google's telling me this in Ooh, the 1994 ah, version. I don't Google. remember this. Donald Trump has come up several times Whoa. in our yes. rehashing of old movies. <laughs> I thought when you said the movie that everyone was going to talk about, you meant Stand By Me. Because that's, you know, want to see a dead body. classic. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen Stand By Me, but I did read it. You never watched Stand By Me? No. Oh, my God. The, the novella is called The Body, right? Yeah. Yes. And uh, when that I watch Stand By Me now, I'm always shocked at how long it takes me to realize like mm. what the whole the whole gist of what went down mm. is, because it's pretty obvious. I don't know what the gist is. I well, forget. Well, well, there's a body, and yeah. they're going to go check it out. Yeah. But, then, but uh, they allude to how the body may or may not have gotten there. Is his, it's his brother or the older kids? Yeah. Is that the, it's just... the, yeah, one of the... Yeah. Because that's where they, uh, they're in the car with the baseball bat. Yeah. Hitting all the mailboxes mailboxes. in. But, uh, yeah. So it's one of the bros. That's very sad. I don't know if it's ever specifically laid out, but they know where the body is, so... Maybe that's just me putting putting myself into that. No, I think you're right. Okay. Wow. That's dark. It's dark. Kids had too much. Mm -hmm. Too much freedom in the eighties. Yeah, well, they were gone <laughs> for like days, home. right? Like it was not. Yeah, it was not safe. None of what they did was safe. But I don't know if you guys have this thing where, like, all the time, my dad will be like, "Yeah, we just went outside and did whatever we wanted." Oh yeah. No one ever knew where we were, and I'm like, "Yeah, that's." I'm sounds- literally thinking about putting a GPS chip in my child right now. <laughs> there is a yeah. Black Mirror episode. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I would, I would, I've you're seen it, and I would opt for that. You're the, you're I would the villain do from a Black Mirror episode. Yeah. I would only, I would just use it to, like, find my kid. That's all I'd do. It's probably an app. Find my kid. Yeah. Um, There's a chip implanted in your neck, yeah. and I'll, I'll know where you are at all times. Oh, dear. But maybe it'll be like that dinosaur from Jurassic World, and she'll figure out to she leave She is that somewhere. smart, yeah. Oh, even girl. at this age, she'd just be like... What that, what that, what the Jurassic... <laughs> what the T-Rex do? Did he rip it out? Yeah. Well, it's not the T-Rex. It's the new one, the Murdersaurus or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you put in human DNA? Oh, my yeah. God. You guys, I'm Spoiler. so overwhelmed by Jurassic Park. <laughs> every time it comes it up, comes like, this is coming up every week. It's like 12 of them. <laughs> Wait a second. Do the dinosaurs from Land Before Time count as a gang of children? Because oh, I think they do. do you know oh, what? man. Let's allow it. Cause, and we didn't talk I'm about the last my week. Gavel. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. Which one are you guys? <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> Jeremy Spike. I don't even know. I haven't even watched You're that Spike many. Spike? Stuff. Wait, isn't Spike like really dumb and doesn't speak? I watched Land. How dare you? Just kidding. <laughs> I watched Land Before Time one, and then I watched Land Before Time twenty five. Like that's it. That's all I've seen. There's many, one on Netflix right now, and it's really there? bad. I don't even know. I, I was just guessing. The at one on Netflix is like number seventeen. And it's bad. Why did this particular film catch uh, producers' imaginations? I, 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 thought it was I think just, kids just like dinosaurs, right? Yeah. I guess. Isn't there a better dinosaur movie where, like... We're back. Yeah. That's oh, my God. We're back? How yeah. dare you both bring this up? This is a, sh- this is a scary movie. It's what? so good, though. I was so scared. It, oh it God, is terrible. There it. are scary when parts. When Professor Screw Eyes... <laughs> he has screws for eyes. <laughs> How scary is that? And then glow bright green. And then when um, he makes them drink, eat the brain drain, yeah. and then they turn back to not Normal dinosaurs colorful, lovable so dinosaurs, but really scary. Yeah. That was so horrifying. It's like Watership Down. Is that what the one's called? 
Yeah. Yeah, uh, with the mice? No, uh, Watership Down is with rabbits. Okay, yeah, yeah. But that one is the most terrifying animated movie. It, of it's all dark. Time. Yeah. But the book is quite dark. Yeah, well, that's... Also, John Goodman plays the dinosaur. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he sings that, like, roll back the clock to the dawn of time. <laughs> that, that Macy's Day Parade song. Yeah. And sing this song with me. I think I've honestly seen that movie a hundred times because we watched it at the lunchroom of my elementary school. And Ooh. it was, like, in the rotation. Wow. So I've seen it. Bold, so much. bold choice for them. There's um, also the little girl has a real standoffish family. Mm-hmm. That part's sad as well. I feel like dysfunctional families are kind of a trope of children gang movies. Children yeah. gang. Well, child yeah. collectives. Ch- and also in all these child collectives, there are everyone has a role that is mm-hmm. like there's a smart one. There's a fat one. There's like a leader. There's usually one girl. There's one girl. There's like one like black kid. It is a. Uh, it's I don't know. It's really weird. Did you guys archetypes. have a friend group like this? An I archetype friend group. I didn't. I don't think I had a friend group like that. I don't think so anyway. But I think when you form your group, there's always one who's a bit smarter than everybody else, and one who's a bit faster than everybody else, and sometimes. They're the same person, and everyone really kind of hates them. Oh, sometimes but, there's a perfect person, yeah. and then a bunch of shit. But they have a PlayStation at their house, so you deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, things are pointed. That's, yeah. not, that's not true. But uh, Sorry, I don't know. Josh. Whatever you're talking about. <laughs> there is no Josh. I was Josh. No, okay. Um, Jeremy, you're such Josh. God. You're being a real Josh. You guys joshing me around, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Awful jokes. Just um, let it go, Jer. I don't think they're real. I think much like the Avengers, you need someone to suit each part of the story yeah. on screen. But in real life, I don't think so. No. And also, when you are confronted with five children, you do need to figure out a way to keep them straight. Yeah, literally only one of them can wear a hat. And then a different one can only wear glasses. And then that way, you just keep them. If you're the Goonies, you make one of them Asian. Like, it's... <laughs> and then one does the truffle shuffle. It's just a mnemonic oh device. Oh, my God. The so truffle shuffle was so dark. When that <laughs> happened, I feel like my eyes glazed over. And I was yeah, like, it, chunk, you, you got does it. Does it? It raises some complicated childhood stuff it's for me so as a fat weird. person. <laughs> They're like... Stop making him do it. <laughs> Corey Feldman makes him. But then he's like internalized it. H- have you guys, have you guys heard about the Goonies house? What? So the Goonies house is a real house that yeah. is in like Maine or something. And uh, a person still lives there. But I guess it's really awful because for years people would line up to oh see the house. Gosh. And they made this like deck that viewers could come and check it out and then leave. But they've closed it all down because they're sick of it. And they won't talk to anybody about it. They don't want any attention. But, like, there was an interview with the lady, and she's like, I'll turn on my porch light at 11 p.m., <laughs> and there'll be eight kids doing the triple <laughs> That's so just, unfortunate. Just, just in the dark. That is very like dark. Like a dark ritual. A dark, dark omen of <laughs> four children. Like, it happens every day. Around. Oh, that must be tiresome. Yeah, there's a lot of, like, uh, I don't know walls made of just wood and stuff to just keep people away because they're over it. Kind of like in my heart. Mm. 
Like a bleach. <laughs> wow, you guys got so sad about that. That was supposed to be a joke. <laughs> Obviously. We're just so lighthearted. We're just doing a sad travel shuffle <laughs> in the studio right now. <laughs> a sad travel shuffle of my heart. You make, us, you make a weird noise. Yeah. <laughs> well, we've covered a lot of ground. <laughs> <laughs> guys, are we a gang of kids? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, I think so. I had a I had a crew when I was a kid, although uh, I don't know where they are now. <laughs> I was just thinking that like, one is maybe very religious. Mm. Given uh, that you come from a small town, I think chances are pretty good. Well, he left a small town. Mm. Maybe I should edit this out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Amber, don't edit any of this. Out. Scrub this. We're living our truth. Um. Oh God. Yeah. Let's. Okay. Well. Let's just internalize this. <laughs> Let's think things over. So uh, I think it's time now to listen to a word from our sponsors. We'll be back with more Gangs of Kids chats on Spoiler Alert on 91.3 FM, CJTR, Regina Community Radio. Welcome back to Spoiler Alert with Sean Dunham, Sonia Stanger, and Jeremy Laguit. Hey. Hi. <laughs> I, mean, I, forgot. I forgot what you were supposed to say hi. Um, you were too busy admiring your own voice from that past segment. <laughs> <laughs> um, we are going to dive back in on Gangs of Kids on Film, but first we're going to play a little game lovingly called The Game. It's game time, people. Woo. For those who don't know, or for long-time listeners who want to hear me explain it every single time, The Game is where I spend all week pouring over movies slightly related to our topic mm -hmm. to ask these two jokers what they think it's about. They give a, a brief synopsis, and then we all find out what the real movie's about. Aren't we all excited? Yes. Yay. Yes. Oh, man. So much enthusiasm in this room. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> was that a baby pterodactyl? I think what was it was. the pterodactyl's Petri. name from We're Back? Oh. Yeah. oh. oh. Don't remember. <laughs> okay. From okay. This week's game title is Stand and Deliver. Stand and Deliver. Okay. I think it is about... A pair of 12-year-old twins, one's a boy, one's a girl, and they live with their single dad, who is a hapless but very caring and thoughtful inventor. And he's not the most financially stable dad, um, but he's doing his best. And they are in danger of losing the house that they grew up in and that is their last remaining connection to their mom and so through a convoluted series of events they end up getting a job collectively as a UPS driver <laughs> and they have to they have to wear the uniform but it features a trench coat and it's one of the 12 year olds standing on the other and then they deliver packages wow wow Ooh, that's close to mine cow. actually <laughs> mine was about a group of um newspaper delivery kids oh sure sure um and they always ride their bikes and they never stop they ride throw ride throw but then big newspaper is coming down on them and they want them to uh, not be able to ride their bikes and they have to walk? walk up the walk to deliver the paper because people aren't into it, effectively making them stand and deliver the <laughs> newspaper. <laughs> and so they are, you know, they're fighting against that. I oh, think yeah. everybody in the studio won today 
from those two wonderful movie ideas. But also, ideas. we explicitly said a gang was three or more, and I explicitly made mine two. So <laughs> I said what a I huge lose. amount of. People. What if the dad's part of the gang? Yeah. Yeah. There we go. They get actually they have a, a ragtag group of neighborhood kids who help them. Oh, of course. There's always yeah. someone latching on. Um, well, Stand and Deliver from 1988, starring Lou Diamond Phillips, oh my God, and Edward James Olmos, oh. is actually about, like, uh, it's sort of the the old tried and true story of the teacher who's just trying to get the students to, Be you passionate know, about learning. Oh. Yeah. And they're in a, you know, an ethnic school, and Edward James Olmos' hair is literally the worst I've ever seen in my life. You need to look up his hair. Stand and deliver Edward James almost hair is pretty crazy. It's almost not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it's worth it. <laughs> and I'm and what sh- are you talking about? I, I'm, 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 now, on air, I'm going to show you this picture, and you will get the reactions of my two co-hosts when they see the hair from Stand and Deliver. Oh, no. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> Dude, how much could, work would go into that comb over? You guys, he could stand to get a wig. <laughs> oh <laughs> it, looks like, it looks like a dunes. The reason he looks this way is because it's based on a true story. Oh. And this is what the actual teacher Oh, before. that's rude. <laughs> anyway, why not just give the actual teacher a full head of hair? Full Allison Janian. <laughs> yeah. Should, he doesn't have to play so close to the... <laughs> anyway, this Edward James Almost Hair has been brought to you by... Regina Community Radio's annual music garage sale on Saturday, June 2nd, noon to 5 at the Exchange. $2 admission, thousands of LPs and CDs, stereo equipment, musical instruments, and more at low prices. There will be a hot dog sale, face painting, yes. kids area, live DJ sets by CJTR volunteer radio hosts all day long. Come and find your treasure at the Exchange on June 2nd. Aww. What a Here we go. Great. I'm getting real good at reading full these pieces goonies. of paper, guys. Hot like dogs. Gangs of kids, get down there <laughs> and buy yourself some musical <laughs> instruments. Knock over get off the streets. <laughs> get up to whatever shenanigans you do. <laughs> they do love shenanigans. Bring Culligan jugs. Okay, let's get back in. Sonia, I've, I learned something about you today that you watched <laughs> Lord of the Flies, <laughs> the 19. 19- 90 version. Yeah, I was like, reason. I was like, hmm, what are movies about groups of kids? Now, what's the most possible the- depressing yeah. one? I put Lord of the Flies on my list. Yeah, it's... Uh, There's literal gangs of kids. Truly. And it's chaos. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> A, we're not supposed to have drinks in here. It's sealed. <laughs> B. It's sealed. Sean is your annoying coworker. I don't know like finishing a smoothie for it's forty-five minutes. <laughs> anyway, back. To me. We're just trying to really make this a visceral experience <laughs> for our listener. <laughs> visceral, like the pure violence and chaos. Oh, that visceral, is like a, the fly. visceral, like a boulder to the face. Oh no! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Spoiler alert, nature is red and t- in tooth and claw. <laughs> and that is what Lord of the Flies teaches us. Yeah, I knew it was going to be dark. And, like, I hadn't read the book since high school, which also is like, why do we make kids why read this in high school? That? It's so dark. I think it's to scare them. I think it is to make them be like, rules are here for reasons. Society's important. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it is. It's anti-libertarian, which I like. <laughs> But, um, 
Yeah. It's pro conch shell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> conch. Um, conch. I feel like if we check the internet. It's conch. <laughs> you can find <laughs> that I could be both. You're both right. <laughs> it is pure chaos in the studio today. We've gone full Lord of the Flies, and I am the piggy in this room. Oh, no. Luckily, there's no rocks here. Also, the kid who plays Piggy in the 19... 19- also, what's his real name? I should look that up because I in, hate that they call him that. In the, I think that's a, like that's what they call no, him. No, but he has a name. I don't know if he has a name. He does because he has a name at the start of the movie and then they all designate him Piggy. Oh, that's tough. Anyway, he was so cute. He was just a cute little round face boy with little round nope. glasses. His real name is never revealed. He's only Piggy. Are you sure? That's what Google to- tells me. Um... Also, he had like the only one of their only resources, which was glasses yeah. that they used to start fires, and then those they, well, they little stole brats mm-hmm. stole them and smashed them and did so many things. So many bad things. I have to bring up a huge problem I have with this movie, and that is that the special effects are so horrible. <laughs> when Pig, spoiler alert, when Piggy dies. Oh. The dummy that they use. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I had ro- my face averted, but even I noticed. <laughs> my, my, I lowered my eyes. My roommate in school, you like he was like, you haven't seen the death scene from Lord of the Flies? And he would bring it up and watch it alone sometimes. And I would just hear like... That's a red flag. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it is so bad. It is so poorly done. The dummy they made of poor little piggy is... I don't even. They maybe just cut like some sofa cushions and sewed them into a little boy. Because <laughs> it is terrible. It is so. It's in slow motion. It's you have really so much bad. time to look at it. Oh my god. Um, it's really bad. I would love to quickly find that. <laughs> the scene? Are you talking about the old one or the 1990? 1990. Oh. I think it's that one. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Oops. Oh. <laughs> I'm being very Sean rude is, in the studio today. Sean is the disruptive it's, child. It's a very fluid show. It is. You know, it's sort of, uh, you know, there's a lot going on in here. But it ends very well, right? They get saved? You yeah, but it's the, the, dr- the dramatic irony is that they get saved, like, mere moments after Piggy's murdered. Um... Or mere moments before the other kid gets murdered. Yeah, like it's close. I don't know. I don't know that kids would descend into madness that way. I would. Yeah, I feel like he was being very heavy-handed with the social commentary Mm -hmm. on that one. But I mean, they're like preteen boys from a military academy, so there's some specific issues. I feel like they'd be even better, though. I feel like they like they. Well, I think there's probably a lot of internalized violence going on. Maybe, but don't you think? One of them would pull rank and sort of flow back well, he into tr- that I mean, organized. That's, that's he what tries happened pulling initially. rank, but the other guy is ranked higher. Ooh. No, he's not ranked higher. He's older. Mm-hmm. And he's stronger, or so he thinks. Mm-hmm. He asserts a very traditional form of male violent dominance. And then all the other little dum-dums fall <laughs> right into rank, even though he's really bad at taking care of them. Yeah, no, he's and super he's terrible. Like, they keep having to be like, can we borrow your fire? <laughs> He's like, he is very scared of like a monster. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He's a, he's not up to, up to the job. No. He's not a leader. No. No. So yeah, that was a fun romp through <laughs> cinematic history. Wow. Um, I didn't find anything about uh, this pillow, pillow piggy, but we'll, uh, I will search harder. We'll maybe post something later because it is... A travesty of film. 
Um, <laughs> it is so bad. It's so bad. What else have we not spoken about? Um, I would like, well, again, this is bending the rules. I'm not sure if this counts or not. But when you when you came to me with the idea, I immediately thought of Hackers, which is an early Angelina Jolie mm. movie. They're 18, so I'm not really sure. They are chair. most certainly a gang, and they do have their their roles. Matthew Lillard's in there with his weird quad braid <laughs> situation. Whoa, he was always doing too much. He was doing way too much. But um, I I feel like the sort of el- key elements to making these types of movies work is establishing a group and then these aforementioned roles. And if they're in those roles, I think that, that it counts. And there might even be like, is The Hangover one of these movies? Mm. The Hangover's the like hangovers. the adult equivalent. Maybe. Yeah, basically. But sort of an adventure. They all, all got their place mm-hmm. within the group. Chaos ensues. We all laugh. Or her scream. <laughs> 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 um, not we. I meant the movie screen. Not, not that's what our reaction will be. Oh, let's talk about Crybaby. Let's sure. do it in terms of archetypes, because that is really you got one of everybody. In oh, their, you really in their do. Gang. I love that gang. That's the gang I want to join. They're very, they're very familial, which I like. They take yeah. good care of each other. They are. They've got that that freaky mom. Mm-hmm. She takes care of them. And then hatchet, hatchet face. face. I, 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 I can't. St- I can't even. I literally get very uncomfortable and can barely watch because it. of hatchet face. Yeah, it's. I don't know. I don't know what it is. But she's freaks me out so she's much. She's living her truth and she's owning it. She, she is. is, and she she really lives her best life. And she's loved. She's loved. Mm-hmm. Um, and Tracy Lords mm-hmm. is in it. I love that she. Just like I love that John when John Waters like embraces. Like uh just like a social pariah. Yeah. It's really nice. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, I'm gonna put Peggy Hurst in my movies. <laughs> yeah. And why not? And why not? He's John Waters, he can do what he wants. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. He's an institution in that himself. Tiny little mustache of So his. tiny. Um, I'm gonna. Uh, I've I've queued up a picture of Matthew Lillard from Hackers with a, a young Angelina Jolie. Just so we can once again hear the hair reaction from my two <laughs> I co-hosts. Like this I love so much hair reaction. Oh no! <laughs> it's super unfortunate. This one's. I couldn't one tell which muted. was which for a second. <laughs> that was more muted because it took me a bit to process. He, he, he wears rollerblades for almost all the movies. I'm enlarging it now. He's also wearing tiny <laughs> round sunglasses. Oh god! <laughs> Sean is recording. That's in cultural his chair. appropriation five. Sure. <laughs> he looks like Iron Man or like the Iron Giant. <laughs> Iron Man. Iron Man. Thanks, Grandpa Sean. <laughs> Iron Man. <laughs> Edit this out. I don't. This episode is a mess. We are children without a an adult. A we need an adult. Um, uh, another movie that I unfortunately believe falls into this category, which you guys saw on my list, no doubt, is A Clockwork Orange. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. I haven't seen because I'm squeamish. They're very young. They're, yeah, they're a gang. Te- they're teens, right? Yeah. And, and they're uh, a, they're an actual gang. Yeah, they are a literal scary, weird, super weird gang. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it's not the whole film isn't really about the gang, but it is about the gang. It's never not about the gang. It's true. Do you guys think it falls in this category or no? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen Clockwork Orange? A very long time ago. Oh, and you're too scared. 
I'm not going to do it. No, you, you're not going to do it? Two of my friends went to see it when it was re like put back into theaters mm-hmm. on an anniversary. And they were both shaken for several days. <laughs> well, because it's very unsettling. Like, it's that thing of, like, dis- it's disquieting. They're, mm-hmm. they're so comfortable with what they're doing. Yeah. I think that's the, well, proud, happy, I don't call it what you want. But I think that's the thing that makes it so weird mm-hmm. is that they're super happy singing in the rain doing the horrible things that they do. Woof. <laughs> what a dark turn. <laughs> when kid gangs when go kid bad. Gangs. Anyway, in that same vein, next next movie on my list that I want to know about, yeah. Josie and the Pussycats. <laughs> the best. <laughs> that is a nice palate are, cleanser for are, us. Are they a gang? They are. Mm-hmm. A girl gang, They're for a girl once. Gang. And I know, there's, there's not a lot of girl gangs. few of those on our list. With the token boy. I was trying to think of, like, an example, and the only thing I could think of was Babysitter's Club. Oh, good, and yeah. it made me sad. Yeah, like, Now and Then, Babysitter's Club. Um, mean Girls, Heathers. Mean Girls, I guess, Heathers. But yeah, yeah Josie and the Pussycats is great. Josie and the Pussycats is so good. But big. are they kids in this in the movie adaptation? Yeah, I, they're, like, I think they, like, leave high school. They yeah. never explicitly say. You're but right. They're, they don't they're really, definitely young. They don't really reference their high school. No. Maybe it's just the summertime in the movie. Before Alan Cumming pulls them out of school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that Alan? Yeah, and Rosario Dawson. Isn't Parker Posey in it as well? Parker yes. Posey. Because then is they both. Tara Reid in it? Tara Reid is mm-hmm. amazing. It's one of her best roles. There's three, I will say that. <laughs> there's three of them, right? There yeah. are. Yeah. I don't even remember the, the lead girl's name. Um, that 90s girl. Because she, she's she all that. Yeah. Yeah. When people always did three names, it was like someone, someone, someone. Renee. No. Talk amongst yourself. Renee Zellweger Arnold. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, she was great. Um, it was Rachel a, Lee Cook. Rachel you guys. Lee Cook. She smashed eggs with frying pans. Right? In, in Josie and the Pussy? No, but just like this is your brain on drugs. Oh, did she? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> in the in that context. Um, yeah, that was awesome, and also. Uh, just like so funny and also a commentary on capitalism and consumerism and, and that song was a bop all those songs are bop yeah i can't even punk think rock prom queen <laughs> brown paper <laughs> magazine <laughs> <laughs> something that you've ever seen it's good You're just really immediately good into it there oh yeah, yeah. I, it's never far from my lips well I feel like this is really adjacent to one of the things we want to talk about for what you're watching oh uh huh should we Let's do we? L- dare we? Let's segment. Yeah, what are Might we looking we? at? Oh, yeah. Let's just delve dead. right up into a what you watching. Um, so I can jump in first. I had the amazing chance yesterday to co-host Talkies with Jaden Pfeiffer. Um, it is a monthly show at the RPL on the last Tuesday of every month where Jaden and a special guest, this time it was me, watch a less than amazing movie and comment while it's playing. And it is the funnest thing uh, and we watched Gem and the Holograms, which was a 2015 reimagining of the 80s cartoon. And it just totally sucked the, like, glamour and camp and fun out of the cartoon and what it could have been. Oof, it was <laughs> but, rough. It was. But in the space that I watched it in, I had a fantastic, It was time. so funny. And Sonya came. And also, um, we, at the same moment, both 
said the word reverse squinch, <laughs> which is very unlikely, but <laughs> in the moment... It, Can you give us some context? We made some of the same yeah. jokes at the same time. Yeah, we did. So, um, Juliette Lewis was like a, the meanie manager yeah. lady. She was amazing. And she was giving them advice for the red carpet on how to like really get some good photos. And she's like, you got to squinch, which was squint your eyes. It was basically smizing. It was smize, but it wasn't TM. What's, what's a reverse? So then, and so then she, she kept doing an example of her squishing her eyes and squishing. And like being sexy while squinting, mm-hmm. and then later she's talking to someone and she flares her eyes really <laughs> wide, and then it's that was the reverse. Squinch. And I was okay. like probably four rows back from Sean. We were not anywhere near each other. The only place we were near each other was in our brains, in our minds, and in our hearts. Yeah. Well, you guys should co-host a radio show together, right? <laughs> I know, and have a quirky glasses man. Yeah, quirky <laughs> glasses man. You. Uh, anyway, it was so very fun, and all of you guys should be watching, going to that every month. Definitely. That's my advice for you for your the rest of your life. Hard agree. Talkies. I watched uh, a, a hit movie called Escape from Alcatraz, which oh. is super old, 1979. Clint Eastwood escaping from Alcatraz. I don't know why. I just feel that the criminals escaping are such heroes in this movie. Mm. And uh, I'm not sure why I watched oh, it. I'm but probably because down the for police prisoners. state is a corrupt and evil thing. Maybe they. Well, it's based on a true story, and they did things to get them there. <laughs> it's they are yeah. not. They're not wrongfully detained. But, oh, uh, yeah, to be sure, yeah. a lot of mostly violent criminals went um, to Alcatraz. But but this also prompted me to uh, rewatch the MythBusters episode, wherein they recreate the escape from Alcatraz. Oh, and they get so into it, and there's I'm certain they got away. Really? Yeah, I'm, I'm. No one really knows because they've never yeah. been heard of again. But uh, I, I like to think they got away. I do, do myth, actually. The MythBusters believe that they got away. The MythBusters were able to do it. How did they do it? With raincoats, rubber cement, and and good old grit. Can do oh, spirit. <laughs> old fashioned ingenuity. Because have either of you ever actually been to Alcatraz? I have. It's wild. You, yeah, Both it's very incredible. Been to yeah. yeah. What did you guys do? There's well, an audio tour? I just tour? went around it. Did you do the audio tour? No. Oh, oh I meant what crimes. It's on my bucket list. Oh, my I God. What crimes did you commit? 17? But I see what you mean. <laughs> it's, uh, it's much smaller than I thought it would yeah. be. But uh, it's it's a small island. There's no, you know, that's that's what it is. But when you actually see it, you're like, whoa. Yeah. This Escaping is, from there would be quite hard. the feat. <laughs> <laughs> did you do um, the, the audio tour? I did. I did it so hard. It's on my list. It's it's a national park, so it's it's subsidized. Do the audio tour. Go. My do friend went to do the audio tour, and but he didn't like it, so he took his off. <gasps> and then halfway through the tour, everyone snapped their heads around and looked behind at him because on their audio, it was all the doors like slammed shut. Mm-hmm. And so they all like whipped around at the same moment and he was very it was shocking for him no spoiler alert for the Alcatraz (laughs) you guys watch yourselves you'll get scared but uh, no I really love that movie and uh, Clint just does his thing Mm. you know and he saunters around and steals stuff from the wood shop and then those two other guys get involved and they leave that other guy behind it's (gasps) uh, it's pretty intense do you think it'd be extra hard to escape from Alcatraz if you're as tall as him I don't know. I think that he's so little that when he like crawls through his like opening mm. vent thing, it's just whoosh, right through. It'd be helpful to be right behind angry. that cell block. Yeah. Um, 
They left a guy behind? That's really... He didn't make it. That was the deal. You had to be... So, when... little history lesson here. Oh. When they escaped, they had to, like, build a boat. So it took mm. them months. So they would escape out on top of the cell block, keep building the boat at night, and then go back down every day. Uh, and uh, it was, you know, this is the night. If you're not there, you're not going to make it. He wasn't there. Wow. Mm -hmm. What a time to be late, sir. Yeah. The movie... <laughs> that would be me for sure. Yeah, she's just like, I slept in! Oh, man! <laughs> The movie makes a few, um, I don't know, it takes a few liberties with some stuff that went down. But uh, for the most part, it's pretty accurate. And yes, according to Spoiler Alert, they did get away. Wow. I think that's the official opinion of the show. You're yes. here first, people. Yep. Your <laughs> <laughs> preeminent crime, true crime podcast. Spoiler Alert. <laughs> I love true crime. I know it's weird, but... Um, I used to work doing research for a show about true crime. Oh, right. And it made me a, a very scared person. What show? It was called Crime Stories. Oh, yeah. And I, it was I like that show. produced here in Regina until... R.I.P. Until the film, film credit was asked. But it was so fun to work on, except that I was became very scared of everything. <laughs> and I realized there was a pattern of, like, whenever there's a serial killer, they would, like, slowly cruise by you on your bike mm. if you're, like, a jogger, and then they'd come back around to, like, get you and so then now every time someone slowly ambles by on a bike i like move a different direction you he heard it here first folks yeah to avoid getting murdered life-saving tip for spoiler alert. we loved victim blame like are you talking about a bicycle yeah bicycle oh really well it's that's incognito mode bro i guess so <laughs> <laughs> whoa the bicycle is silent if kept under 10 kilometers an hour Sonia, did you have anything else that you watched I, this week? Or? I went to see a little movie this week. You probably haven't heard of it, called Deadpool 2. Oh, doesn't sound familiar. I actually really, really liked it. I think I liked it more than the first one, even. Whoa. It was, it was, much, it was even better than I expected, and I went into it with pretty high expectations based on the reviews that I'd heard. Um, basically, it's kind of what you expect. It's very irreverent. It's very silly and funny. So violent, though. And I know it's like, yeah, duh, dude. But uh, there were a few moments where I did have to cover my eyes. Wow. Put your eyes again. Yeah, I'm a delicate flower, so that's a lot. But, um, yeah, it was really great. Um, Josh Brolin as Cable. He's always here. Yeah. He's great. Um, oh, the little boy from Hunt for the Wilder People. Crap, I looked up his name and now I forget. Mm -hmm. um, he's from New Zealand. And he is the most adorable. Is he the the kid? Yeah. Oh my God. He's, he's um, Fire Fist. Whoa. Is what he names himself. Fire Fist. But, I can't do it in a New Zealand accent, but uh. Uh, <laughs> I was about to try. Ooh, that's gonna... He's so cute, though. Um, but also, like you know, a great actor, and I respect him and everything. Oh, of course. Uh, but he was a really good foil for the uh, the whole thing. Um, I'm excited to watch. I saw it's the. It's very fun. I saw the Celine Dion music video, and yeah. <laughs> I'm very excited. They're doing a lot of good marketing things for me. Yeah, it's, I, it works for me. I have no idea when I'm going to be able to see this movie. I'm sorry to hear because that. Kids. Uh, yeah, because kids. Yeah, definitely don't, kid. don't bring your baby. Maybe it'll be a relaxed viewing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Stars and Strollers. Stars Deadpool. and Strollers. Yeah. Scar, scars your strollers. <laughs> you made it work though, That's didn't good. you? I tried. You really muscled your way you through there. You almost committed, but then you I, really I, you averted your eyes. I gave up. <laughs> but yeah, it's very good. Just like yeah, a lot of great <laughs> illusions. I heard a criticism on uh, Pop Culture Happy Hour mm -hmm. 
basically just one of the commentators was being really pretentious and basically was like it's only references it's no actual jokes and like actually the jokes per minute are incredible the relentless relentless well okay. everyone get out to see that then <laughs> get out there. it needs the boost it needs a boost uh, we'd like to thank Saskatoon's The Garys for letting us use their great song, Manituna, for our theme song. Thanks to my amazing co-hosts and everyone's CJTR and all of you for lending us your ears. This show is broadcast live Wednesdays at 6 p.m., rebroadcast Friday mornings at 9, and is available as a podcast on CJTR website. We're on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, so give us a follow. Thanks for listening, and have a good night. Bye. Bye.